You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reclamation. We're so glad that you've joined us again today. We are talking today about when words hurt. This is such a powerful conversation right now, so present in so many homes that it feels incredibly important to talk about how we manage these things, right? In the first episode, you got to hear Justin kind of do a little slip of the tongue there with with some words, and 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 we we respond to that. And and part of the reason for that is because when we don't look at what we're saying, right, then we're not real clear what we're thinking. And if we're not real clear what we're thinking, we're not real clear what we believe. And all of that is what dictates our reality. And so when we're talking about the dynamics of relationships and families and with other people, it's super important that we're willing to observe, right? Observe the words that we're saying because they give us indications of what's really on our hearts and what subconscious programs we may have that are having us act in a way that delivers something back to us from the projection that we're not entirely sure we want to experience. And in deconstructing that together in our relationships, we stand a much better chance of growing together instead of growing apart. And so today's episode is all around how we navigate this space, because if you've listened to us for more than a second, you're very clear at this point in time that we eat, breathe, and sleep everything developmental, right? Every Everything self-dominion, everything walking in communion with the divine. And so that's how we approach these things. Um, my question right now, and I'll, I'll ask Neva first, is in, in your experience, the, the younger generations we, we've seen are, are, are by far more tolerant in terms of, of, of allowing the world to kind of reshape in front of their faces. But there's so much of the history of things, of the the depth of things, the foundation of things that you just can't possibly have a construct for. So how do you navigate gleaning the information you need to have when you're pretty sure you might be more aware or, or know more maybe than even some adults in a situation? How, how do you walk that path? That's a great question. I- my answer would go with patience because from a young age, y'all taught me to respect adults. That's it, period. You respect adults even if what they're saying goes completely against what you believe or what your opinion is or what you know you know. And so the biggest thing I would say, and from my own personal experience in some uncomfortable situations with adults where I would say don't necessarily carry the same viewpoint as me on the world is patience and love first even when it seems hard and even when they're not giving you that same respect back and I do that in a lot of areas I'm in areas where to my face I'm being taught to believe this thing when all my life I've been taught to believe the other and so meeting people with love and respect first and we're talking about this with someone saying it's okay to assume someone's gender, it's okay to assume something about them, and me commenting on the fact, well, that's not okay if it turns into a judgment, and that turns into a fear-based mindset that you're now judging this person for who you think they are. And I, it was an adult saying that to me, and I had to sit with myself on, am I really gonna sit and argue about this? Mm-hmm. Or am I just gonna admit that that's okay, they can believe that, and I'm going to continue believing this and I'm going to meet them with love and respect. Well, and I'd imagine that answer is different depending yes. on the circumstances, right? Yes, of course. And like we learned, 
my biggest thing is not assuming anything about someone before you get to know them. That's like something I talk about a lot is I don't assume someone's gender. I don't some assume some anything about someone before I ask them and get to know who they are. And I've realized a lot of people don't do that. But I also realized that if I'm judging people for judging people, then I'm doing the <laughs> same thing I'm blaming them for. So like gain that patience. And we are also talking about get so clear in what you believe within yourself and not even about an opinion where to you it's a fact that what anybody else says can't shake that. Mm, even if beautiful. it's someone you respect. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I love how you phrase that. And then it, and it's certain, it's really important that we look at the circumstances, right? Just, you want to chime in here before we jump to break? Yeah, this is, uh, uh, one, I love the fact that you're able to frame that up, Neva. You frame <laughs> that up so beautiful. I mean, that, that's really what I see. One of the biggest problems in our society today is that everybody's, there's so much divisiveness, right? And there's no acceptance of what another perspective might be, but we automatically jump to making the other person wrong, right? And that happens in families, right? That happens between parents and, and children and adult kids and their parents. Uh, it happens at school. It's, it's, it's all over social media, right? It, it's, it's all over the news and that's, what's been taught as acceptable that just because somebody else has a different viewpoint than you that they're wrong and and, and i love the fact that you brought it back neva to to love first love because harder. if we're gonna get exactly love harder if we're gonna get anything done if we're gonna have any type of forward movement moving the needle as far as social consciousness goes we have to start meeting each other in the middle. We have to meet each other in love first. And I love the fact that we're talking about words hurt because calling names, identifying somebody, assuming, like you said, Neva, like you said, assuming something about somebody else or judging them or calling them a name because they believe something a certain way is ultimately detrimental to the health of the family, the health of the relationships we have, the health of our society. And it's completely unnecessary because it only leads to one thing. That's more fear, not willing to evolve, and further separation from God. It's yeah. essentially what it comes down to. Well, and, and we're going to jump to a break, folks. But right before we do, what Justin just said is super powerful because, and it, and it really speaks to the purpose of the network. Um, part of the guidance in developing this podcast network was to bring everyone into the same conversation. And it's important that we learn to dialogue together. So we'll talk more after the break about how you can do that, how you can kind of introduce these concepts into your family, into your workplaces, into your into your homes, and, and everywhere that you are, how you can shine that light a little bit brighter and encourage others to meet each other in love. Um, for right now, go to superpowerexperts.com to find out how to get on the path to unlock your superpowers. Step one is listening to an episode each day from the network that attunes you to how to have these conversations, how to come from love, how to, how to, how to talk about the hard stuff when we really don't want to and everything says run away, right? That's, that, that's what you're going to get from the network. You're going to prepare yourself to move into spaces you don't even know exist yet, right? And then 
and when you when you've camped out there for a little while and you're and you feel relatively confident that 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 you're 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 ready to move on to that next step then go into step two and join the im series you can put your email in in um, at step two and you'll get those videos their weekly videos to your inbox each week that's our gift to you and and those of you who've been camping out in the im series let's move on to the programs right go start looking at the programs page and start you know praying meditating sitting in nature ask about your journey with that and if it's in resonance be sure to reach out to us for now though we are talking about when words hurt and we'll be right back after this break Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Reclamation, and we're talking today about when words hurt. And before the break, Justin and Neva both shared some really remarkable perspectives on how important it is that, that, that we have patience with each other, that we come from love. But here's the deal, folks. Sometimes we don't want to. Sometimes our little pieces are like, screw that. Like, you did this to me, and I blah, 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 and I don't need to take this, and da, 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 and I'm going to tell you my opinion, and I got to tell you what's on my mind, and this isn't fair, and blah, 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 blah. And it's so tempting to go to that space, and, and we all get caught up in it. And hurt happens there, right? Like, we're it's not just the words. It's the energy behind them. It's when we get usurped by those lower frequency pieces, they do not see the the person we love. They see an enemy. And anything that's on our heart in that moment, anything that's on our mind, if we've allowed our thoughts to develop into judgments and, and, and meanness, then that will come out of our mouths when we're out of control. So what do we do? Like, what can we share with people about ways? I know we've tried lots. We, we've tried lots of ways not to make a light bulb. <laughs> like, just, we have lots of solutions that won't work for you, right? Aren't solutions, right? Solutions, not solutions. We've tried a lot of stuff in this house to hold this container to make sure that we're going to spirit first and that we're coming from love. Who's got something that they want to throw out there? Oh, burning share on Justin's side. Go. It comes down to what do you want more? Mm, I like it. And if you're in relationship with somebody, what do you want more? Do you want to be right or do you want to be righteous? <laughs> right? Well, what's righteous? Like, I don't know. Righteous, a lot of meaning, people don't know what that meaning, means. Meaning put, putting God first, putting what's right first. Because in relationship, you being right to defend your ego always puts the relationship second. But what if I feel like what's right in that situation is for me to defend a position that tells you how wrong you are? Then there's consequences to that. Yeah. There's always consequences. Well, but to sometimes that. we're called into that, right? We yeah. work with that dynamic a lot in this house. And in and, and the rule there, because I know a lot of you work in the woo-woo spaces, a lot of you are coaches, guides, practitioners, preachers, pastors, rabbis, whatever your work is, guiding others closer to God 
that's a heady place to hold, especially in a family. And so I really want to touch on that because I was only sort of joking about that with you because there, there, there's a, there's a time and a place to teach and to guide and a way to do it. But ultimately here's, here's how, you know, God, like, like if God is guiding you into a difficult conversation, usually you go kicking and screaming like like the it's like no nope, i'm good no thanks right if you're running into a fight it's probably your ego and, and the beautiful thing about that is is the only way you can truly know that is not to react right well it, and knowing what it feels like it, to it, have a relationship it, it, exactly with God. knowing what it feels like to have that relationship with the divine and that's really what i mean by righteousness is is do you, do you want to be righteous like are you going to take this from god's perspective or are you going to take it from your own? Because if you're just doing it for your own self to make yourself feel better, you're going to get your ass handed to you <laughs> all the time. It's just the way it works. Because even if it doesn't happen in that conversation, karma is going to come back around. Right. And it, you're going to be eating crow for the exact thing that you just lambasted the person that you went into the conversation with. I know. Been there, done that. Got the badge. <laughs> got the advanced degree. I'm a doctorate in that. Okay, I, I've, I've got that. Needily. I had something to add on to that. So I trained myself like think before you speak. But on to that is think before you think. What frequency are you thinking out of? Because if, let's say, dad and I are in an argument about what to eat for dinner. And dad's like... Does that... Well, that couldn't happen at the Reckla house. Never. Um, and <laughs> an dad's like... About not dinner? Anymore. It happened more so when we were eating two different things. <laughs> yes. Which we covered in our first episode. Go check that out. So let's say Dad <laughs> and I, let's say Dad and I are arguing about what's heat for dinner, and Dad says let's eat French fries, and I go no, I want applesauce. But I deep down I know French fries is better for you. I know it's the other way around, but or if is I, it or is it dun 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 <laughs> conspiracy theories? So if in my head if I'm in a bad mood, I'm like okay, I want to prove to my dad that we should have applesauce for dinner. Then I'm going to only think out of that frequency that I need to prove him wrong. Versus if I shift my frequency and go, oh, maybe his perspective may may bring a better side to the better thing to the table, literally. Or being bring something better for me to learn out of. If I shift my frequency and listen to what he has to say, then I can speak from love first instead of just thinking what I should say. So what I'm hearing is the thread there between what both of you said is, is this concept of motivation. Like, why are we doing it? Like, why are we saying it? So where is it coming from? And, 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 and we talk a lot here about the, it's, it's the persona with which we're, we're presenting. Because I, I live with two people who are predisposed to chameleon ability. It's trippy. <laughs> <laughs> really trippy. But it's okay because we love complexity we love these nuanced differences they're brilliant individuals because they have that i get to learn a lot from them because they have that so if we just didn't look at stuff like okay this persona speaks like this and it's hurtful and i don't like it therefore i'm just not going to engage with that persona we don't we don't do that what we say instead is like okay what just happened here what is that dynamic and when we choose to learn and we choose to grow like justin said what do we want more then everything is surmountable. We may not always enjoy it, and we may have aspects of our ego or personas that are kicking and screaming because they know that they're kind of, you know, in, in, in their final moments because they're about to get integrated. 
but we can love each other in, 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 in that space. What I would add on to that is we've learned a lot about the importance of kind of setting the stage or setting the container or, or, or um, communicating about what, what are we doing here? Like, what is the purpose here? And, and, and if we're in a conversation that, that's really tense or where somebody has said something hurtful, um, that's kind of the, the place that we go to with it. And it's, it, it was also important to establish protocols for what to do when that happens, right? And so we work a lot with atoning here. We Not just the apologizing from young, 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 young age. We taught Neva how to apologize with her whole heart her whole beingness. And if she apologized just from her mouth, it wasn't acceptable. That's not an apology, right? Those are just empty words. If you can't apologize with your heart, then, then don't do it. What were some other points? Because it's not just the apology. What has to happen after the apology? Something we added in is like, how can I make it better? How can I, what can I do? And for a while we started like the, okay, you apologize. Now we're going to go eat dinner over here at this place next week like the okay what can i do to make up for this learning experience i won't say bad experience to make next time more fun Mm -hmm. um and just adding in the communication like you said i learned to apologize with my full heart and i knew when i wasn't and i would try to be sneaky about it too i'd be like hmm i'm i'm really sorry but But i want to go back to the eating out thing i don't understand that what did you mean by that my example like we would come up with the okay how can I quote unquote repay you? Like the, what experience can I bring? What can I do for you? I to, get it. Yeah. So not like a gift per se, but like a, no. I want to spend time with you. I want, I want some, I want to do something special. Some, some sort of activity that, that allows us to reconnect. Yeah. So it's the reconnection. It's the reconnection. Pieces. Yes, the, that's what I was Going out to eat or whatnot, whatever that might be, that, that was just the mechanism used to, to reconnect. Because ultimately at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I mean, you could sit on the couch and just talk to each other and reconnect but having an activity gives you know focus but you you can't make it about the activity then right yeah and i think just adding in that like okay how can i make it better and being sure with yourself that you want to make it better Mm. because if you don't want to go there's times where i would apologize and say okay but i wasn't really sure if i was apologizing or not and i wasn't clear why i was that's a big thing for me is like, okay, why am I saying sorry? And am I sorry? And well, and do we say sorry? No, we don't. We say <laughs> apologize. Um, bomb, bomb. <laughs> it's a whole other conversation, but it's powerful. I mean, yeah. I imagine we're going to have, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a future episode, but you're absolutely right. We yeah. don't say I'm sorry because no. you're not sorry. Don't you build, apologize. We've learned about not building. We talked about this with emotions is not, building your identity around that feeling like I am sad, I feel sad. And that's what people do with little kids most of the time is like, how are you feeling? But then they say, I am feeling sad. I am sad, not Mm -hmm. this is how I'm feeling, not building your identity around being sorry. Got it. Yeah. Lots of conversations around words. So, so once we, once we say something that's hurtful, once it's out there, Neva talked about, you know, we discussed the atoning, the apology, but also the, how do I make it better? And Justin, you brought up the reconnection and, and that's, that has to happen, folks. We can't stop short at just the apology because prior to that thing happening, there was a whole different dynamic going on. And that person got left back there. And so it's really important that 
we we follow that process through. We did an IM series on atonement. Yep. Um, so if you if you want to know more of the dynamics of that, make sure you go check out that IM series. Words that are often heard in the Rekla household when somebody oversteps, when somebody says something hurtful, automatically what we're, what we've trained ourselves to say. Tonya said this a lot over our twelve years of marriage. <laughs> fix it. If you've overstepped, if you said something that was hurtful and you're the one that said it, you're the one responsible for fixing it. Yep. Fix it. And if you're in relationship, whether it be with your kids, whether it be with your spouse, whether it be with your parents, whether it be with whoever, a coworker, if you say something that's hurtful and you know that it's hurtful, whether or not they've actually said it to you and said, hey, that hurt my feelings, or now maybe it's a coworker and they're not talking to you as much because you know you said something and you, you overstepped and now they're kind of avoiding you, fix it. It's, it's your responsibility to do such. And we, we've gotten so far away from that in, in our society and in, in families especially that I, I'm gonna speak as, as a guy that has been portrayed as in in the man in the man spaces that's weakness it's not weakness it's the strongest thing that you can do as a man and i'm just gonna speak for the guys out there it's the strongest thing that you can do because if you don't that shows your weakness because that means you're afraid of what the other person might say or think about you because you know it's going to hurt when it comes back you have to own that you have to take that in and especially in a family environment where family love and god should be first you have to fix it you have to own it up you have to eat crow you have to make it right and you have to know that you get you're gonna have to jump in the pool in the middle and and pull the person out of whatever hurt feelings were, were caused yes and i think as you're saying, like in the man space or the toxic masculinity space, I would say, and what society says is quote unquote acceptable is being taught in a lot of families. I see churches doing that especially um, and saying that that's a weakness and it's starting to go in every space, the masculine space, the feminine space, the in-between space, and it's starting to portray emotion as being bad and when your frequency around it is quote unquote bad then that's how it's going to be portrayed and that's going to be shown as weakness something i i've trained myself to do is instead of like saying that's weak or that's bad is that's a learning opportunity is how are you going to learn about it because in fact like you're saying it's the exact opposite in the sense of you're portrayed as not wanting to own up to it and just ignore it and that that's where like relationships get broken that's absolutely right. And, and I think it's a great time to mention the if you're operating from constriction, if you, you're being sheepish and you know that you overstepped on these things and, and you're you're not apologizing because maybe your ego's like, yeah, but they did this thing. Yeah, but they did this thing. Understand you are imprisoning yourself and trapping yourself. You will never be free. You're, you're putting yourself in a perpetual victim mentality if you allow the external environment to be responsible for your internal workings. And so it's everybody's responsibility to manage their own emotions and 
in relationships and families, there are agreements and there have to be agreements and there have to be, you know, rules of conduct. There have to, uh, there, there's work that has to go in. And, and those of you who did not have those solid foundations in your families, you saw it, you felt it when that pandemic hit. You were not prepared for it because there were communication mechanisms that weren't in place. There were protocols that weren't in place. There weren't discussions of what happens when we overstep, when we hurt people's feelings. Those are conversations that have to happen in every society, in every government, in every family, in every relationship. Otherwise, what are we walking toward together? We have no way of knowing that. And if you're falling short in that, and you're coming from constriction or you're allowing your ego to take hold, trust me when I say there are many, many, many people now who are far more intuitive than we used to be who know and, and all you're doing is broadcasting your fear. And so it's really important that we take a hard look at what we once thought of as making us seem strong or appear strong or powerful and look instead at what intrinsically allows us to operate from a foundation of that freedom and self-dominion. Um, we're going to close out this conversation around and I'd love to offer up to, to families out there, to relationships out there who who maybe they, they didn't have all this training, right? Maybe they don't have those experiences. What's the first step, in your opinion, that, that someone should implement into their existence right now if, if they want to move beyond this, this, this pattern of just saying really hurtful things and not knowing how to, to, to deal with that or how to deal with someone who has said something hurtful? I would recommend that because if, if, typically when, when hurtful words come out of your mouth, it's usually a reaction to something or you're in a thought around something and you're not putting the other person first. And uh, who was it? Ogbandito? Ogbandito, yeah. Before you open your mouth and say something, think to yourself, I love you, about mm. the person that you're talking, about, talking to. That way, any other words that follow from that place are from that space because not just think it it's, but, but feel, feel it. it yeah absolutely right. feel it because before you react and you just go blah blah and you've just said you're like ah oh, crap i gotta go i'm gonna have to atone for that right <laughs> that, that's happened and before you do that put yourself in the other person's shoes put yourself in their perspective put yourself in the relationship that yeah. exists right because there's three wherever there's two there's three that's a whole other conversation <laughs> But where there's three in that relationship, put yourself in the relationship before you speak. Because if you speak outside of the relationship, it causes harm. So I would say, say and feel I love you and don't, well, two things, and don't <laughs> just react. Beautiful. Nina? Yeah, and I, and I would also say just something I learned from a young age. And you taught me, like, if I wanted to say something mean to somebody, how would you feel if someone said that to you? Mm -hmm. Um, even in situations where maybe the other person was mean to me first or even when I was being bullied is what would you want them to say that back to you and like you said dad it's typically a reaction to something or a defense and think about or something I do is like think about one of your favorite people and how you want to say that to them or if it's your favorite person think about how you want to want them to say it to you and think mm -hmm. about the pain that causes because if you say something hurtful to someone else you can feel how it hurts like that's it typically right. hurts you um that's my experience at least and so like dad said feel the love and like get clear on what's more important is more important that you say what you want to say or that you fix the relationship 
Well, I think there's there's room for both. I, I think yeah. it's a sequencing thing. You should be able to communicate, and, and it's not a matter of bottling up your feelings or your thoughts or anything else. I think it's just reversing the process to where you go to love first, and you say, okay, I really, I, I do want to understand. I, I love you more than I, I want to hold this position, and I, we need to talk about it. But, but can we talk about it together? Can we work through it together? Not at each other, not embattled, but can we come together first? And sometimes in our world, you know, sometimes it means we're, we're going to take a moment and we're going to pray. Or we're going to take a pause and we're going to step outside or we're going to take maybe even time apart for a moment so we can each get good with God so that when we come back into it, we're not coming from that ego. And we're saying, look, I'm, I'm still hurt. Like, I, I don't understand. But undeniably, I love you. And, and that really is my goal. My goal is to reconnect and to understand because I love you. And if this is hurting you or if it's if you're hurting enough to want to hurt me, I, I want to know why I'm not I don't want to leave you to suffer in that on your own in in it, it's okay to be that level of vulnerable with with your loved ones and, and I can't imagine why you would want to have relationships without that kind of vulnerability the richness in the experience is so far beyond compare that everything else is settling for the consolation prize so really strive for this in your families in in, in your relationships and in your connections with others show up fully um, from your heart and, and watch what happens. And if you hurt someone with your words, if you hurt someone with your actions, then, then atone for that. Do the right thing. Apologize. Make it right. Reconnect. And, and, and fix it. I, I love that. Fix it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, we love you all. We're so glad you're joining us on this journey. We're having a lot of fun with it. Um, this is our world and, and, and we love that, that you've invited us to share it with you and, and, and we will continue to invite you to glimpse inside um, our little ecosystem here and, and our Petri dish as we discover more and more how to evolve fully together, how to walk in oneness together as an inspired family. From our inspired family to yours, we, we love, love you. you. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.